All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are we on or not on? Oh, yeah, we're on. Oh, man. It's over now. <laughs> what, uh, what's happening? Those pesky Croatians just ousted the Brazilians who had a 1-0 lead late in extra time. <sighs> I hate it when that happens. You hate this whole tournament. It's I'm trying to get you just a glance at it. Oh, it's the, the Crow. The crow. Rhett, you've been a fan of Brazilians for a long time, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you get a Brazilian long, what? Long time. Every six Ever weeks. Since, yeah. uh, I think it's called a Manzillion was, when he does. Wasn't uh, wasn't it nineteen ninety six? Was it ninety six? No, before that, nineteen ninety. When uh, was it? Italy beat Brazil. Was it ninety four? Maybe it, in USA. Does that sound about right? I feel like you're off on the. Yeah, answer. it was. Yeah, it was in the states. It was in the yeah, states. That was a big yeah. one. I remember being in summer camp. It was, uh, it was the first, uh, oh, people, was, soccer, World Cup, what's this all about? I'm excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. At band camp. No, nope. playing flute. No, nope. in the mountains. I was house. Really? Yeah. What was his name? Cheering for the Brazilians. Oh, bucket tipper. Jeff Salmaso. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, welcome to the show. The uh, The footy is over, so we can start the show. The, That's what we're waiting for, right? The rest stop. Is closed. The ret stop. So we can stop the, uh, we can start the show and get underway. 
Uh, there's Rhett in his truck. There's Pinder looking very footy today. You have a very soccer vibe mm-hmm. to you. The Dutch Scarf. in action against Argentina at noon. Huge clash. Gotcha. And where are you taking this thing the in? The best part is you're not a no. You're, you're not a Dutch fan. So you're right. And in my whole life, who am I to cheer for in World Cups and major tournaments? Canada never got into them, right? So I happened to be stumbling around uh, the Netherlands in 2000, and the streets in Amsterdam were suddenly empty. And it's like a huge city, cobblestone, bridges everywhere, bicycles everywhere, and it's just like, what has happened? No one's here. Like, is this what? It doesn't. Nothing makes sense. It's the middle of the day, and walk into a pub, and everyone's wearing orange, cheering their faces off for a soccer game. I'm like, aha! And they were co-hosting Euro with Belgium that year. And so ever since, I've been on with the orange. And they're very fun football players. They're, they're exciting. They're high-flying. They're tactically interesting. They're not boring. They have lots of drama. It's kind of like uh, Housewives. How's Van Nistelrooy been doing? Well, he's been retired for a while, but that, that was the thing. You had the Van Nistelrooys oh, okay. and the Aryan Robins and the Van Persies, and they were all these demigods, but they just in-fought all the time. It's like Melrose Place. But uh, they got messy in the Argentinians today. It's a big one. It's a big one. I know. You got your Argentina colors on. Yeah. Clear to I see love, where your allegiances lie. I totally love Messier. <laughs> Do you? That's weird. He's the best. He's, He's such an greatest. engaging interview. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what we love about him. We've yeah. had him on the show and it's like, wow, he never disappoints. Yeah. He's so phenomenal. Like talk about just someone comfortable and like a loquacious storyteller for the ages. Yeah. He could have been an orator, a famous, he should have been prime minister. Put and you loves, to sleep. Christ. Loves those Lay's potato chips. He loves whoever's paying. Loves oh, yeah, this yeah. new 10 rink project in the Bronx. Yeah. What was it? Bet you can't eat just one. Is that the yeah, whole Yeah, bet you can't yeah, eat just that's one. real good. Chips a chip mess, yeah. All right, uh, Warner. We're here. We're ready to roll. It is, uh, it's barn burner on a game day. Get your helmet on. You are in transit. I talked to you by way of phone earlier this morning. And the plan was, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, there's Johnny behind the wheel. No, no, that's Rhett. And there's Rhett behind the wheel. And there's the, the shoveler right yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> Shoveler, wow. Where's she getting her tan? She been down in Scottsdale getting some dentistry done or no what? Kidding. Yeah. That buffalo life's good. Yeah, just hanging in the sun. <laughs> you know they say about buffalo, sunny and That's hot. What they say. Arid. Yeah. It's yeah. a dry heat. Love that show. Always sunny in Buffalo. So yeah. you are you because you're I, I'm gonna stop at a uh, like a truck stop along the way uh, to do the show. You're clearly not in a tr- yeah. in a truck stop. Is there no husky? And there was one right exactly where I needed it to be, when I needed it to be there, and under construction. Ah. I was going to go in, set up the laptop, everything. So you had to go uh, grow a tail on the side yeah. of a building or what? <laughs> Jeez. Pinter. Come on. I'm back on the food, bitches. I was going to say, We're have back. you noticed? I'm caffeinated for the first time since oh, Monday. Right. <laughs> How? How do you feel? Well, I feel good. <laughs> I made it until about 10 p.m. last night, and I was like, Ugh! so I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch two episodes of BoJack Horseman, set an alarm for 11.59, and go down and plow through some potato <laughs> salad. And so you did Jody's it. like, oh, just wait till the was morning. The I'm like, screw you off. Ate? You couldn't get till dinner on the first day. I'll do what I damn want. I'm eating at midnight. Yeah, you told her. <laughs> a boy. You told her. Now, potato salad is always amazing. You'll never taste potato salad as the good as yeah, potato yeah. salad tasted for me last night. Same potato salad, same mix. Yours yeah. didn't taste as good as mine. It's like he's hammered. He's hammered on food mm. and caffeine right now. 
You wait. I've got a day lined up. This has oh, been in the works for a while. <laughs> this is what I never understood about the whole thing. The juice clown. I'm going to clean right up. Yeah. <laughs> and then just pour tar all over So, it. but here's the thing. It was, oh, yeah, what? Yeah. She's like, no, you need to do this. I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to say yes because I'll do it. But she's like, oh, you must feel great for detox. I'm like, I'm really excited for my retox on Friday. <laughs> The retox. Yes. Yeah, that's perfect. That poor liver just sitting there <laughs> sipping a cup Twiddling of tea, his thumbs. reading fucking Shakespeare's <laughs> about getting dummy. Wait, wait a minute. I'm actually worried about you. Like when you start consuming things, what is your, how is your body going to react? I'll have like live updates might, on Twitter. It might go into revolt. <laughs> oh boy. We might not want them. Yeah. But honey, you wanted to cook those huge steaks from Greg at Bonton. Why don't we'll be home for dinner at six? Nope. Revenge Johnny game. Going out. <laughs> He's got it all. That's after a noon kickoff. Yes. Uh, and I've got a massage book for an hour in the middle where I'm just going to pass out and snore. It's going to be great. You're going to be. So, again, see, you were the most random, weird event planner. So you, you're that was in the books for two months. That's and just watch a soccer game. And you just threw in a massage in the middle of it. It was that's, there before anything else. Awkward. And I don't want to rebook it. So I'm just going you know to come in all loose the as a masseuse, goose. The, masse, <laughs> the masseuse wants nothing to do with your drunk stench. That's either, true. Yeah. By the way, you should do and the masseuse a favor and don't Registered go. massage therapist, please. The masseuse does something yeah. else. <laughs> and you know what will be happening. It'll be face down and some farts oh, will start sneaking out. <laughs> Oh, I will. I'm sorry. I well, had yeah, some uh, retoxing. <laughs> I'm retoxing. We'll be I early a, in the retoxing process. By the three I, uh, I prefer this pinder if it's uh, for what it's worth. Yeah, but this usually takes hungover or fasting for three days. This is even higher than normal. Because last First Friday. First caffeine since Monday. Yeah, last caffeine. Friday you were still drunk slash hungover. That's correct, yeah. During the show. Great show. Sunglasses. Today you're, yeah, and, and today you're about to be drunk, still sober, <laughs> but yet the mood is very similar. Oh, yeah, even better because yeah. there's no hangover. I feel great. We got off the show yesterday or last Friday because he had been out Christmas partying and everything the night before. Uh, headphones off. We had a thing. I got to go get a drink right now. Like, this is crazy. I got to go. I, I need a beer right now. <laughs> I used to like okay. force myself to feel the pain of what I'd done. Just idiotic. Have one, take the edge off. Maybe two, and then you're fine. Don't want your body revolting. Okay. So it's footy, massage, Columbus, Calgary. Johnny Revenge game. Phelps versus Gaudreau. Who's the better midget? Can't say midget. My apologies. If I had a, if I had a shovel. I, I you need a shovel. I need the shovel button here so I can hit you with it. Um, it's Bubba Day. Or yesterday it's Bubba Day. It's, it's Bubba Boxing Did you game. hear at that Matthew Phillips in the lineup looks like going to be in the lineup tonight against the Blue Jackets? I didn't hear that part. I knew he'd been called up. Oh, and he's playing with... <laughs> Is that for real? Oh, good. Yes, it good is. for him. It just easy success. Oh, yeah. Easy you, success. There's a clear That's path to a career here. Points. Skating this morning yeah, on a like line that. with Those five, six. Trevor Lewis and Milan oh. Lucic for people who are just listening along, which would be, now, I guess, the fourth line. I, oh, 100% the fourth line. There's no mistaking it for anything yeah. else. It's almost a fifth line. Um, if they use them on power play two, I'm, I can live with it, but I really am holding my breath. On, I'm not holding my breath on that one. Because that's really where this guy's skill set is going to show, right? Isn't Rosie kind of the... 
Well, I don't know yeah. who you move in or out. I'm just saying, if, if you could find a way to get them on power play too, you'll, you'll give them some talented people to work with, room on the ice, and like skilled players on a power play. It's really simple, right? And I don't know who you take off. Would you be I, I too agree. daring to go 1D on the second power play unit? I don't know. Yeah, the... I'm with you though. Like, if he does play the power play, okay, okay, I can see past the fourth line <laughs> if you just try to get him some power play time. But this is not optimal. This almost looks like a Daryl going. Oh, you want me to put them in the lineup too? Okay, well, here you go. Enjoy. Yeah, there he is. Tell us, t- tell me how yeah. good he is, everyone. Well, yeah. okay, just devil's advocate though. How, how we talked. Yeah, we we talked yeah. yesterday. It's not. It's not super easy. No, the top nine's been good, right? Because the the other three lines have been pretty good right now. And the three lines have been playing together for a bit, and it seems like the the optimal top nine that we've seen this year. It was kind of the beginning of the year close, but Lewis is up. eh. Rizitska's emergence allows you to really build three sound lines that are all playing pretty well. Almost burped there. Almost? You clearly (sighs) did. Uh, so it's, it's not what we, we got what we wanted, except we didn't get what we wanted. So now we, we want more. I'll tell you what, never like it's, you know, you're in a hockey market yeah. when fans and media are clamoring and going on and on like the, about a sixth round pick from six years ago. Yeah, I, I, for sure. Even to, to frame it differently, even if it was, let's say Columbus and they have the reigning AHL player of the week, I still don't think it's much of a conversation. Right, and because that's what he is. You could say he's a six rounder, but he's he's the best player in the AHL by a lot of measures in terms of like, okay, can you bring up a forward that could play, not like a plug? But you would think, based on how we have treated this and fans here have treated this, like this was a first rounder from two years ago that is destroying the American Hockey League, and now it's finally up, and there's confetti in the streets. He's he's been this guy for a while. He's been one of the better players in the AHL. He's led the AHL yep. team in scoring. I think there's been another step this year. Yeah. But yes. But I'm I I don't apologize for it. I want to see the guy. And to be fair, like we talk about it, the expectation of being a first rounder, that's all stuff that doesn't involve your play recently. That's all how are you doing your draft yeah. eligible year? All this is merit based. Despite being a sixth rounder, he's worked his way into a spot to do this, right? I think it's this is much more on merit, not on rep. Because a lot of people said, oh, you know, he's, he's not going to make it in the Western League. He's too small. Ah, uh, well, wait till the American League. He's playing against men. He'll be too small. And what did Daryl say today? Well, he's a very skilled player. I like him. He works hard. The size is a real thing. So he has to prove that at every single level. Not unlike Manjapani, not unlike a Theo Fleury, not unlike a Johnny Gaudreau. Oh, the USHL, Johnny's going to be too small. Oh, no, college hockey, way too small. Wait till he gets to the NHL, too small. I mean, and, and it's right for some of these guys. They are too small for some of these levels, but we just don't know where, the, where, the, where it is for Phillips. Yeah. Is he too small for the NHL? He, and he is. He's, no, he's, he's tiny. He's a small guy. And he's a great player. So we'll see if... He can carve out a niche on this team. If he's relegated to the fourth line only, they're going to have to reinvent the fourth line for him to have success, I think. I don't think him with Lewis yeah, that- and Lucic is going to be like, okay, we found our fourth line. And that's why I think we're starting to hear some smoke and fire and rumors about Radim Zahorna. What are you hearing? Just for Lots people of that- people that know more than we do, or at least close to the, closer to the team than we are. Hard su- to believe, really. Yeah, I know. Suggesting that uh, he's next man up. He was absent from practice yesterday. And when Rooney clears or doesn't clear or gets claimed or whatever it is today, 
there is a roster spot. So there's a thought that maybe Zahorna's next man up, and that would be a familiar player for him, who centered Phillips this year in the American League. He's a guy that Drew Living went out of his way to get. He's huge, so Daryl's not going to hate him. And there's some skill for a guy that's 6'6". Whoa. Did I miss that? Rooney's gone? Waivers. Not he gone. Was, no, not gone. Put on waivers. Don't think he's going to climb it that He tech. will clear this morning. Yeah. And then he'll, uh, you know, enjoy it's a good being thing, a, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's, yeah. I'm sorry. I like it. He, it. Like, and what's the worst thing that happens? You have like a, a hundred and twenty grand of cap hit left. You can bury most of it. He hasn't played well. This should be a meritocracy. And the fourth line's been bad. He at least now gets to play and work on his game. I, I don't think six minutes a night or eating popcorn was helping him get better. You talked about. Is, is it going to turn into? His- are they open to doing this, really, Pinder, where you bring up these guys and actually make a fourth line? Because it, Or is that just going to become awkward having Lucic with that fourth line? Because that, that's the big one, right? Like, so, Lewis, you put him in the rafters and stuff. But if you're actually trying to accomplish a fourth line, are you going to go steal it all from the Wranglers? And, and, and actually, do you think they'd actually do that? You floated it two weeks ago or a week ago. And, and I, I think, you know, logistically it was difficult because of the cap and the roster numbers. But if Rooney's not there and they were only running with 22 skaters, you could. And I don't mind like a, a Lewis uh, Zahorna Phillips in terms of like, at least you've got two guys that have a little more skill and like one guy on a line isn't going to sewer it. I mean, it's just when you have Lewis and Luch, it's going to be hard for anything offensively creative to happen for Phillips, right? He's going to have to walk yeah. a defenseman himself to get a good scoring chance, it feels like. That will be the final domino to fall, though, is if Lucic comes off that line, right? Yeah. And so here's the tweet from Ryan Leslie. And Ryan doesn't just go on Twitter and, you know, here, here's my hockey hot takes. We'll see what sticks and what doesn't. When Ryan tweets something, it's usually with really good intel, and it's not very often. So he's often very right. Um, here's the tweet with Rooney on waivers. Wonder if he may need a reset and get some minutes to get his game back with him, a center, keep an eye out for redeem Zahorna to living adamant to get some young players, some looks and integrated. So I think we may be reinventing a fourth line here. We'll see. And with, and wow. let's be honest and with you good, can, it, why not? Good reason, right? Yeah. It's been bad. Now the <laughs> flip side is they could just get Richie back in and you could have the same old fourth line again. So it could go two ways. That fourth line has not been effective as a fourth line, let yeah. alone if you're looking for offense, but there's even been a couple games. A, that's it as a line. I Cause you, t- you talked about it the other day, Warner, when that, that line was out late in the third period with the one goal lead. Eight minutes, yeah. <laughs> Boy. Hang on here, I guess. Let's go. And the last game we saw, albeit with a lot of power plays and special teams, probably a season low for minutes for the fourth line, certainly for Lucic. Like, I feel like we're closing in on a breaking point here, and maybe Phillips coming up is uh, symbolizing that. Are, are we too dumb or don't pay enough attention to the salary cap stuff where it is a matter of time where you kind of play them until the, like, I don't, I don't understand that. Rooney down stuff and how helps it gets to a certain. He's, you're breaking up there, but let me, let me jump in on you there. Uh, with Rooney down, you're basically leaving room for a 1.2 plus player. And I think Phillips, is certainly under that. So you've got more wiggle room with uh, with Rooney 
theoretically down or on or clammed. So the Rooney move doesn't really hamstring them. If you try to do it with Rooney, it's probably harder. Like if you send, let's say, Richie or Lewis, they make less money. There's less space. But Rooney's the most expensive fourth liner they have. They can move in out whoever they want now. Which again brings us back to when he came on board. It was a day one free agency signing north of a million dollars. And you... Two years. I, I, I think we've, we cover the league. We kind of have a good grasp. It's like, so Kevin... Hmm. Okay, Rangers. What, uh, what possibly are we missing? Like you say, two years north mm-hmm. of a million. Hmm. And he's not, and there, but I mean, there's been a few of them now. Yeah. Ryan Carpenter came in as a, as yep. a trade deadline. Pitlick. Really nothing. Pitlick came in the, the um, for a third or whatever. Yeah. Who was the centerman out of Boston? He was a def- defensive stalwart. Remember he was yeah, a PK yeah, specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came in and really he was a non-factor a lot of nights and ended up being a, a healthy scratch down the stretch. There's been a few of these that have been very kind of odd out of left field ads yeah. as a depth player where you have to think, do you not have, could, could Walker Dewar or somebody at the AHL level not have come in and done what Rooney has done? Well, I mean, it just feels like it plugs up your roster so wow. that it's tough to promote guys, right? Yeah. It's not, there's just so many of them. And then you're looking at waivers Walker. all year. You're like, this guy's better. This guy's better. Why you, why would, like, if you didn't sign this guy, you could claim this guy off waivers and have cap space. I'll try to find the name of that guy by like, too. Lomberg's a perfect isn't isn't Lomberg a great example of that? Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe with the way Florida was structured, he was an easier guy to squeeze in because they were so tight against the cap he needed someone at League Men. But the way he plays is exactly what you want for a fourth liner, right? And is that not how Garnet Hathaway got into the Flames lineup? Was as a young guy yes. on the team, onto the fourth line, and then moved his way up and obviously got himself paid and left town. But um Joachim Nordstrom. There you go. It's like, okay. Nordstrom, Ronaldo, Levo, Richie. They like bogging down. Lots of, lots of fourth liners hanging around the 50 man. So anyway, that's the flame side. On the other side, Johnny Gaudreau. Freddie Gaudreau? Johnny. Johnny Gaudreau. Barclay Gaudreau. I'll tell you, I, as you sit here, and I guess if you, I don't know where people are at with Johnny. We knew where, I think, people were at with Matthew. Matthew, while doing the team a favor, said, I want out. I'm not going to sign long-term, work on a trade, and let's figure this out. Yeah, whether it's a favor or not, he got where he wanted a year quicker. Oh, sure he did. So, yeah. But I could, you can understand that if you had to pick between the two scenarios, you'd rather have a chance to trade a guy than not. Then there's the Gaudreau side, where I think they thought they had him. And then they didn't, and then he leaves and goes to Columbus. And at the time, everybody kind of, hmm, Columbus seems weird. That's not Philadelphia. That's not New Jersey. That's not home. That's not... It felt like something went sideways. The Rangers. What's what's the story? Goes to Columbus, and as of today, they have eight wins, 15 regulation losses, and two more in overtime. So at six regulation wins... In 25 games, good for last in the Eastern Conference and almost dead last in the entire league. It's been awful. Bad goaltending. The blue line is super thin. And Bjorkstrand, they'd like give away to make the cap work. That's probably not something they want to do again. And he by far, by far and away, 
is their best player this He's year. He's looking like Johnny still. There's just not a lot of pieces around him. He's right? got 28 points in 25 games. He's been very good, but there's nothing else that's even close. Cole Sillinger is in a, a bit of a sophomore slump, to be sure. He's got two goals, I think, now in 20-some-odd games, 25 games. They don't have... Jacob Voracek, he's injured. Line A has missed half of their games. He's back now. Long-term concerns for Voracek with the serious concussion history he's talked about. And they're also missing on the back end, Jake Bean, Zach Wierenski, and Adam Boquist, who they got in the Seth Jones deal, who's not an insignificant piece in terms of when they made that deal, what they want him to be. So, I mean, you you don't sign an eight-year deal or a seven-year deal and start to weigh it at your 25 games into it. They're young. They're young. They, I think they'll be competitive here. It just I don't see it in the short term, right? If over the eight years they're going to have some runs, I'd guess, but it's just it doesn't look like it's any time in the next two three years. When we had Conroy in, he talked about kind of lamenting the fact of what could have been, not just if he stayed. What does it mean for the Flames? But what he could have been as an all time member of the Flames. And I kind of went through it this morning, looking at where he sits, and I think everybody knows he's twelfth in all time games played. If he stays. He gets to number two. He probably doesn't get to number one because of where Aginla's at. You don't know how guys' bodies, but maybe he does. I think he's aged really. He's all aged but nicely. He skates, he doesn't get hit. He'd have been top two in games played. He'd have been top two or three in goals. He'd have been number one in assists, yeah. top one or two in points. Yeah. Power play, you could go on and on down the line. And the Legacy. guy he would be second to is Aginla, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and yep. it's in the rafters. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I... The legacy piece is the one that surprised everyone. And Mangiapane had a quote about it yesterday. He said, he thinks, he said, I think Johnny left something on the table. Never mind the money thing. He could have gone down as a franchise icon. And he'll go down as one of the best 10 probably, but not on like Neuendijk, McKinnis, Roberts, Suter. Like they all left and it's like, they're not in the same breath as Jerome McGinley. And I think obviously he wanted a change. But yep. I don't think he hated it here. No. I, I don't think this was a situation where, because you'll see some players, they're getting out. I think he was quibbling on that last day. I really do. And I think it was hard for him. And I think he doesn't really, I don't think he's proud of necessarily the way it went down in terms of leaving the flames swinging in the breeze at the last minute. The only part of the story we don't really have a lot of information on is what was the dialogue a year ahead of it? Because that's when you typically start negotiating an extension. It was coming off an awful year. You changed coaches. It was a shortened season. What were the conversations before his final year here, and why couldn't they hammer something out? Because it sounded like they were close. The rest we kind of was it a, we got a lot of was, intel on. Do you think it was the Flames? Do you think it was the Flames side though? Because we talked about that yesterday, and over the well, we've talked about it lots. The, going into last season, he hadn't played well. Yeah, it was a tough off season to negotiate an extension. Right? Like, he didn't look like himself, and he'd had crappy yeah. line mates. For a sign- and a coaching change that year. And then he comes out, and it's like a prove-it season, and it's, how's 115 points for proving it? And it's like, all of a sudden, you're offering probably millions upon millions more than you would have been comfy offering in the summer. And his parents, one of the two, was on a podcast in the last month or so and sort of alluded to the fact that the Flames made an offer to Johnny or he had an ask of the Flames prior to last season and the response to it, or whether it was a response, an offer that Johnny made or an offer that they made, it, it felt embarrassing for Johnny, the number that was put on the table. And I get it, because he was coming off a crappy year, and he was a, basically a point-per-game player in his career before that. And as we sit here on YouTube watching these photos spin, 
It just still doesn't look right in a Blue Jackets uniform. And watching this Flames team, it's they're different without him. I know that that line was so good, but you know Matthew's going to live whatever. Goudreau was a he was a flame for so long, and you were just used to having him at the rink. Didn't matter who's on rushes. his line. That line was always jumping. Always and it didn't get done. Really seems unfortunate for just about everybody. Less I know- money for Johnny. Less legacy. Um, you know, the Flames are married to Jonathan Huberto for nine years. I, I think it's going to be really tough for Huberto to never mind outproduce, but come close to the production Johnny will provide for the next eight. Like I agree. I think when everyone looks back, this might've been the better fit. Although, you know, the one knock on him was he never really could elevate or maintain his level of play in the postseason. Thought he was solid against Dallas. Okay. Against Edmonton, but that was kind of the knock on the whole career here in Calgary was the playoff performance. So I guess we have to see this flames group in the postseason to really judge fairly. You can't suggest that Huberto has been better than Gaudreau to this point, right? No. Early, no, but. I don't think he's going to be. That's part of the problem. It was our, I mean, hammered on him a little bit for playoff performances. Was it a fair enough? I feel like he should have been better. Was it? I, I think, think so. You know what I mean? Or was he, oh, oh, you know what it was? Is there was nothing there to bail him out. Yeah, he struggled, and so did everybody else. But and it that, came yeah. back to him, right? So, Geo, awful postseasons. Kachuk, really poor and like surprisingly ineffective, and like he's, he's in the fabric of the game. Where was that for Kachuk in the postseasons? He missed the one in the bubble because he had the conky or whatever. Yeah. Um, like, there's a Elias Lindholm's first couple playoffs. There's a lot of guys on the, in this core for the last five years that didn't have good playoffs, and Johnny's the face of it all. But he wasn't alone. And if your line mates aren't going to be great and your best defense and who just won the Norris is going to look super overhandily and overreacty against Colorado and the goalies are just okay or maybe great in Mike Smith's case, like it just, it, it, it wasn't just him. It wasn't like, man, the whole team was going. If only Johnny was there, they would have beat Colorado. Nope. It's the whole team. But there was a strong appetite for many people to shake that core. Yep. Now, I don't years. know. Were you able to forecast that Kachuk was going to be at where he was? That there's a good chance he's not going to sign here long term? I think so, because we talked about it all year. He could just kick, kick it up to $9 million for a year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. That mm-hmm. deal was in place. You I don't see know. It it's coming, but he also was, I thought he had the worst postseason of the, the top line by a mile. I thought Lindholm and Gaudreau were considerably better. And if you had to make the bet based on the way they played, you thought, oh man, like Battle of Alberta, Kachuk, he's going to be fingerprints all over the series. He's a big game one when they won 9-6 in what looked like an exhibition game. And after that, you're like, is he hurt? Leading up to that whole thing too, before he left, during the playoffs and all that, his parents in town and Geese play at beer league and at the, you know, that whole thing. It just felt like this was, this was going to finally kind of get done. Mm-hmm. And for all the right reasons that they, they loved it here. The team treated him well, that whole thing. And then you, you have to make a massive life decision like that in a short amount of time. And I'm led to believe that it, the Calgary thing was going to happen. 
They thought it was. And then so, there was a swerve, basically, on the last day. The day mm-hmm. that Treliving came out and made the announcement that Johnny was going to free agency. Earlier that day, they thought it was done. I think they moved to a number that they were told would get it done. And when they said, okay, we'll, we'll do there, we'll, we'll do it, we'll get there, the, the winds had, sh- had shifted. And a lot of people are saying, bleep him, he screwed the team. I don't believe that. I just think his nature is not to be very assertive and know what he wants so much as like, ah, I'm weighing both sides and now my wife's pregnant and we're having a kid. And that's very different than, you know, I just got married and we don't have kids and we're house shopping in Calgary eight months earlier. Like life circumstances away from the rink couldn't be more different. So nonetheless, there there he is in Columbus and there he will be tonight. Comes out. I, we're starting to hear more and more and the more you talk to people close to the flames and you hear Johnny's family who aren't super quiet in social media talk, like you can see this could have got done. It didn't. And that there's probably a lot of sources outside of on the ice that were big factors here. He loved the city. I believe that. And I'm sure he's probably happy there. Can you bring him back? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you're kind of tongue-in-cheek, but, like, this is... Um, you know what this feels like to me? I was in Edmonton for one year, but it was the year that Ryan Smith left. Yeah. Now, that's a guy you could bring back. That just felt wrong. And Ryan Smith, he was kind of... He was one of their top scorers, but he was more than that to that Oiler team. Yeah, he, he was, was their heart and soul. Right? This is an American kid who came in, didn't know where Calgary was. Ryan Smith, very much, you know, he... Prairie guy played in Moose Jaw, goes to Edmonton first round. The pick, mullet from Millet. Thing. Yeah. But I just know the feel around the fan base when he left. Kind of the, almost in a way the same. So many Gaudreau jerseys. How many? And just watching these highlights gets the, the overtime winner against Dallas. Gets scored so many big goals. That's his signature moment, right? That's, that's going to, he had one there for sure. And to be fair, what's been a bigger moment in the last, since Red? It's got to be up there. Yeah, I mean, it's monster. Stage. Yeah. Stage is cool, for sure. Yeah. Like, that's that's probably two of the top three or four moments. I can't think of anything else that's close. It gets you to the second round. It's in overtime. This is do-or-die hockey. This is what every kid on their street dreams of. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Game seven overtime. Zinc, series over. Quite that nice. place was bedlam. Yeah. Yeah, good. Oh my God. Look at that. So anyway, that's the story for tonight. Early game. Still so will you where will you be at about game time? So I got the kids for an hour window. I'm going to watch the first at home, and then we're Ubering to meet up with some clowns on a Friday night post-work. So how, what? I, what? So you're, what kind of world do you live in? I've been on best behavior for three whole days. <laughs> so you're going out to have a boozy lunch and watch footy. Yeah. And then getting your back rub. Yes. And then going to parent. For an hour. And then going out again. Yes. And then might come home and cook those tomahawks on the barbecue. Send oh. help. Send help, please. Mad Rose Pub is our uh, hooking our our listeners, our viewers up with tickets all season long. The next chance for you to win a chance, uh, head to the Dome, watch this team. Vancouver comes in on Wednesday. So early next week, chance for you, probably Tuesday. That quick. We'll probably forget about it on Tuesday. Haven't seen so the Canucks. Haven't seen the Canucks. Interesting. And Lin- you love the Canucks. I don't know if I do or not. Boy, get I'm ready for next week Benning. with the Jim Benning takes and uh, how bad I could. Elias is a great player and stuff, and like we're hopeful that he could be a part of our core for like the future. Like he can work there, just don't let him talk to the media. How dumb are you guys? <laughs> Jesus. Trev and I have been looking over the roster. Brock is a great finisher. Brock Besser. Brock. Right. You got it. Uh, Mad Rose Pub <laughs> is where you go and check them out. Our ticket uh, our ticket providers, our ticket hookup. 15 Royal Vista Place Gourmet Pizza. Dough and signature sauce made fresh every day. Their website, madrose.pub. Get food delivered. Sure. If you're doing the Pinder today, you got to be in. Just get it. Get if you're up in the Northwest, home. don't be messing around. Don't mess around. Give them a call. Um, Want to get, uh, get this one in because... If you're looking for for gift ideas and all that sort of thing, jasper.travel slash escape. Closer than you think. We go to, you know, everybody in Calgary, you love the mountains, you love the mountains. You want a bit of a switch? Switch them up. How about, uh, how about Jasper? Marmot Basin, the escape card at Marmot, half price lift tickets, $89 plus tax. Best deal in the Canadian Rockies is back for 2022-23. I don't know what you think. Oh, did I miss the deadline for this? It's It doesn't go away, the deadline. That's what you've got. 50% off regular price, adult, senior, student, and youth lift tickets every day, all season, no blackout dates, up to 50% off lift tickets at partner ski areas, and up to 30% off on accommodation in Jasper. The website, Jasper dot travel slash escape for more information you're a mountaineer you're a big downhill uh, skier there right it must be uh, he's an alpinist are your bones aching for it do you wish you were up at marmot uh carving carving up the slopes well, i'm sure i could cause a scene up there go for a tumble or two we need to get the update on the mid mountain bar or a summit bar or some sort of lodge where he'd be hammering drinks but i think he could make yeah. his presence felt oh, yeah, there it is. we need more details yeah Work. It's like same mountains, less crowds. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like different mountains up there. It's the same beautiful Rocky Mountains. Yeah, it's the Rockies. Just less. It'd be a lot rockier than this. Bus is full of tourists. That's all. Jasper.travel slash escape. 
for more info. Uh, the Pinder Report. Oh, got to get this thing in earlier. Should have heard Alex earlier. Just crushing it. Good. Yeah. Just giving you shit. Village Honda. Well, if Alex's dogs were barking, we could get some work done around here. Extended its $2 million buy-in event for one more month. They'll buy your car even if you don't buy theirs. Plus, you can win a cruise for two limited time. We've got a, This we've got a deadline on. Don't mess around. Village Honda, 7663 110th Ave Northwest and villagehonda.com. It's the Pinder Report. Thank you, Dean. We start in Columbus. Yeah, everyone's making their way to the rink for the big game. It's the Johnny Bowl at Nationwide. That's Rhett driving there to the rink are, right yeah. there. You know who else is driving to the to the rink? Some kid getting his learner's license with Jackie Redmond riding shotgun. So, so if you're watching on YouTube, your your assertion, your point here is that he's he's very close to the steering wheel. Is that what you're I saying? I can't see anything else in the photo of Johnny. It's like, it's... Boy, he's right up there. Like if, there if something hits that bumper, that airbag is going to kill him. <laughs> now, he's good at avoiding hits. I don't know if he can dart his way away from a, an airbag. Now, there he is. See, look, there's I know, there both is. going to the game. He's yeah. right. That's, that's high and tight right there. <laughs> it's like the old weather guy's bad haircuts, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's Johnny Knight. Um, we all remember the Game 7 overtime winner. Uh, maybe you remember the first goal against Vancouver in Game 82 in the 13-14 season. There's been countless highlight reel plays and certainly the face of the franchise for nearly a decade. You know what I'll remember, boys, more than anything? Was that epic 80s night video with Sean Monaghan. Let's have a watch. Look at that transition. What is going on with you guys? It's Retro Night. Retro Night. Saturday, February 3rd. Flames <laughs> versus Blackhawks. Get your tickets and feel that We'll always have Retro Night, Rhett. He ran the city. He was the most identifiable and popular Calgarian on planet Earth for a while there. He was the king of Calgary. Great car. That's a good set of wheels. See your vibes for sure. Yeah. People had a 1980, I think. You tell me. Yeah. Is that the fire chicken? What is that? Yeah, it, it's a yeah, it's a Trans Am, Ryan. But okay. um, but there is the chicken on the hood for sure. But the the the, the headlights in 77, mm. 77, 78, they had the tighter ones in the bank. It could Ooh. be a 79. Could be 79. 76, they were round. Now is that uh, what kind of a top are we looking? Is that T top or are we That's that the T top. That's right. Okay. Yeah. They had the Hearst tops wow. in 77 and Hearst. half of 78. That's right. Okay, I don't know what that means, but I'm scared. We'll move along. Hey, guys, uh, Flames Lines, let's take a peek. There's a hero that's come to save the day. <laughs> Matthew Phillips is up. He'll play right side, fourth line. Will they play Wilson Phillips if he scores at the Dome? Because everything's got to have a tie-in to the name. We're gonna They've be got until Wednesday to figure it out. I'd suggest you uh, you get a submission in before you start complaining about what they pick. Come on, darling. There he is. Me, Please give him some minutes with some skilled people. Um, we'll see if he gets PP2 action. Baby, you just got to release me. You okay over there? I'm all right. It's Friday. 
Uh, and we, we talked about the Zahorna smoke earlier. We start with Ryan Leslie. Okay, keep an eye out for Redeem Zahorna. Traveling, and excuse me, Treliving adamant to get some young players looks and integrated. Not sure if that's what the word adamant is probably, but we get the point. Like, Treliving would love to see this guy. Put a claim in. He said 16 points his last 20 games. Let's keep going. There's more smoke around Zahorna. Let's keep going. Patty Steinberg, massive calves and all, saying this about what uh, Zahorna could offer the hockey club uh, should he be the next man. Rooney, of course, if he gets claimed or clears, opens another roster spot. Mm-hmm. There's my gold, not Pat Steinberg, but yeah. that's all right. If anyone comes up, maybe it's Zahorna. There it is. Next man up, if when Rooney clears, 16 points in 20 games. Mike Gold, who does a great job covering the Wranglers for us at Flames Nation. He's on the same page. Curiously absent from practice yesterday. He's been Phillips center. Maybe we're all just trying to connect dots that don't connect. But it's a very curious package of tools that Treliving alluded to when they claimed him. 6'6", great hands, moves well. This is not a lumbering fourth-line banger. This is a skilled big man. Interesting. One more Zahorna tweet, I think. Is there one more? I think it's a lot of... of uh, There's a lot of smoke here. Yeah, there it is. If I was a betting man. Yeah, some smoke. Zahorna, the smoke. Yeah. Get some of that smoke. I, can, don't, uh, I can't handle the heat. Stay away from the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows what the hell. No, that's fine, though. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye. Maybe we got news when waivers... Uh, what is it? Noon our time? That yeah, that's happens? right. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Uh, NHL. We had lots going on last night. Uh, Mitch Marner... Let's see if he can keep his point streak alive. It's getting into some heady territory. Uh, here's Marner so close to uh, setting up a point to keep his streak alive. Throws it on net. Yeah. yeah. Oh. 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 Very good for the podcast listener. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's yeah. Marner behind the net. Marner holds, looks in front, falls and falls. From his butt? On the tape. Oh, Nearly oh. snipes. And Marner was sitting on the seat of his pants. <laughs> We almost think Can we get some depends to the broadcast booth? Wango, there it is. Hey. Never mind. The streak is still on. 21 games. I miss Bowen. And who's that? Who's that, Rhett? Who's that? Don't say, don't tell him. I don't think he's on the call. I think we lost Rhett, but that's yeah. okay. What? Joe? Joe Bowen? That's Joe Bowen. So before we get back to Joe, let's see the tweet. Where's Marner ranking with this point streak? Because it's serious company. In terms of active players or just in, you know, the modern era, the cap era, whatever. Look at this. 26 games for Patty Kane back in 2015. 25 for Sid back in 2010. They won a cup that year, I think. And uh, Mitch Marner, 21 today. This is the longest point streak in seven years in the NHL. That ain't nothing. That's not too shabby, pal. Not too shabby. And uh, well, I guess while we're on the topic, can we uh, switch gears a little bit, Alex, and stay with that Toronto game on the road against the Kings? Because uh, there was a... Let, let's play Where's Beads? You know, where's Waldo, Rhett? Yeah, look at that. There. Hey. Mm-hmm. It's fired up. Yeah. Well, but, you know, Beebs, oh. he's just fitting in, looking like a commoner. Let's see if you can pick him out of the crowd from a distance. We've got a wide pan shot. Oh, mm. Okay, that's not hard, is it? <laughs> it's quite the get-up. Love the jacket. Yes. Love just big it. hearts all over the place. Well, he just wants to fit in, right? He doesn't yeah, want all right. the attention. You can't notice him at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, jeez. <laughs> Love it. Again, Love if it. you're not watching, it's a like hot pink and puffy. white. and like It's a huge puffy winter jacket yeah. that's all hearts and 
pink and purple and blue. He looks like a Valentine come to life in purple. He's got huge goggles. He's got Elton John's shades on here. This is unbelievable. Loves the Leafs. Does love the Leafs. Loves the Leafs. Uh, okay. So you want to talk uh, fashion and outfits. Huge, huge uh, foul here. Matthew Kachuk. Look, life's good in Florida, but is there not anyone with any style that can help dress him? Here's a live look of him go- walking into the rink last night. We can zoom in on that. It is atrocious. Like we got, this has got like uh, golf course marshal pleated khakis here and some sort of, I got to try out for the frat as a freshman top here. It's horrible. Like this, this is not a you good look. You don't get to judge. Just wait. But You're... it does feel familiar, Rhett, doesn't it? Doesn't this vibe feel familiar? I don't know. Because I swore I saw this on Saturday Night Live once. What was it? Oh, yeah. So it's the checkered blue Let's top. See khakis the white uh, runners white runners yeah he's got a big smile there there it but is <laughs> yeah that's, he's in a van down by the river that's what he's it's going the for. exact same outfit <laughs> it's too close to be a coincidence he's a motivational speaker yeah it's too close well done awesome oh boy chucky yeah if that's on purpose it's brilliant if it's not it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> what was his name my that's, name is that's Matt Foley. Matt Foley. I am a motivational speaker. Okay. He'll be doing a lot of doobie rolling. Using his papers <laughs> for rolling doobies. So did you come up with that? or did somebody... No, it's just the internet, man. All right, yeah. I just find what I like and put it on here. None of these yeah, are my tweets. Okay. Um, speaking of tweets, is it just me or is this kid not a kid anymore? Because he just hit 600 points. Mark Shifley is at 600 points? Yeah. What? Holy. Only the third player in Jets history? Like that, is that sneaking up on just me? And if I'm led to believe what uh, people, the analytics people, uh, 500 of those points will be on empty netters. Or on power play. Is that what it is? I don't know. It's more Blake Wheeler, unless I'm missing something recently. Mm. I haven't been paying attention. Dom Dom will tell you. Well, Dom's pretty good. Well, Dom, you see, rips them for being uh, empty netters all the time. All right. Well, don't don't miss the empty netters. Hit those. They count, too. Uh, NFL. Okay. So, we know the story. Baker Mayfield shows up, what, a day or two before the Thursday nighter. He's claimed by the Rams off waivers. They got Matt Stafford's hurt. They're in a world of pain. He doesn't start the first series. John Wolford does, but things aren't quite right. They wanted to give him a go. In comes Baker. They look way out of it. And 98 (laughs) yards to win the game, final drive of the game. If Baker Mayfield goes 98 yards to win the game, I'll get fully neutered, tweets this man. (laughs) The follow-up tweet after the game, I'm on the phone with the vet right now. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to L.A., he as as Des Bryant tweets, he wore the game jersey before the practice jersey. What? Incredible stuff. The Raiders stink. They do. It's an epic Raiders collapse, and oh. he doesn't do it without that penalty and horrible man coverage. Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic post game on the panel uh, for the Amazon Thursday Nighter goes with the yeah. Well, you know the defensive coordinator went to Yale. He's a Harvard guy. That's a oh, shot. I see, there it is. That's yeah. a shot. It's nice. Love that. Uh, Ivy League on Ivy League smack. <laughs> Don't you? Yeah. Uh, and finally, to wrap the Pinder Report, uh, we are always here for your bad flames tattoos. So uh, why is that? Why are you making this a thing? Because we showed one the other day, so, and it's that's so gross. Look, that is really bad. If you've got bad flames tattoos, send them in that's at Pinder Report. Don't send a boomer. We'll show them live on the show. Also, we got lots of snowfall. I'm not getting my shoveler. 
picks. You got a shoveler out there, send them in. We want this to be interactive. You got to help out the Pinder Report. Send me your shoveler and bad flames tattoo picks. Or, or any picks, because he'll find a way to wedge them in. It's true, yeah. You're good at it. Thank you. And finally, the first meal. 12.01 a.m. this morning. Greg from Bonton, not too far from Village Honda, who present the Pinder Report. There it is. That potato salad was about a 15 out of 10. Greatest thing I've eaten in my life. And for if you haven't been following along, Ryan has been on a juice cleanse this week. The juice ran out at 8 p.m. last night. Initiated by your wife, who had packed it in in day one. By dinner time, before dinner yeah. time. And you continued on to be stubborn. <laughs> yeah, like mad. Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> I need ice cream. <laughs> Ferocious, mad. Okay, you have some ice cream then. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is you, after having I, not have food for days. Instead and then, of sleeping, I made sure to stay up until 11.59. I went downstairs, pulled it out at midnight. 12.01, I was diving in. Yeah, it's pretty good. <sighs> Buckle up, liver. That's your pinder report. What would have happened if you'd have done that on on day one? What would have happened if you'd have come home and said, I'm out. I'm not doing this. I'm not, well, she offered me happening. that olive branch when she quit. But if she was going to keep going, it was a non-option. I, it was, yeah, there's no. nothing. Yeah. And so, you yeah. know, to assert dominance, I finish it, make it look easy. Hammer potato salad at midnight. Have a day today. So this Retox. assertion of dominance, is the mood already different at, at the house? Well, the pecking order, I'm, the hierarchy. I'm playing the trump card today. Sleep in the basement. <laughs> Come and see why Calgarians are making the trip to Village Honda. The all-new, redesigned 2023 Honda CRV at Village Honda, your dealership for life in the Northwest Auto Mall. For life. There you go. By the um, way, uh, mm-hmm. Brazil's out. The favorites have fallen. Are they the favorites? Yeah. Dropped by Croatia. Pesky Croatians. Yeah, they are. I told you that coming in. Be wary of the uh you couldn't find croatia on a map but sure <laughs> couldn't then can't now so uh betway bets of the day we are going to do our football bets we pick three i did not like this week and i'm rattled because i've gone one and two the last couple of weeks That's a bad feeling when you're on the skids and you hate the slate <sighs> hate the slate don't like it so is this what i did no my picks Every week we screw up the football picks. I don't know how. Princey, you need to shovel yourself or Tyler. Okay. Those are your picks? These are my picks exactly. So first pick, I got Denver plus nine and a half against uh, Not not against Houston? Jesus, guys. Read the emails. Against Kansas City. Now, Kansas City's good, but they've struggled offensively. Denver's awful, but they're good defensively. They've been playing teams tight and losing. They got nine and a half points last week and missed it on a late minute, last second field goal. I think they keep this close. Yeah. See, they're close. They have close it, it is says, not worth shit when you want the boomers picks. betting picks. There you go. Those holy are your- Christ. Uh, Denver plus nine and a half. Chargers plus three and a half against Miami. That's your Sunday nighter. It got flexed, so you get the Tua versus Herbert matchup. Those were back to back picks in that draft a few years ago. Dolphins go with Tua. Herbert goes the next pick to the Chargers. Looked like it was a landslide for the Chargers in that debate until this year. His receivers go down and Tua gets Waddle and Hill. That'll be a fun one. Get a little action on that. And I yeah. like Jacksonville with the extra half point at Tennessee, who fired the GM. Things look a little bit off. And all of a sudden, Trevor Lawrence orchestrated some pretty nice plays. They might be turning the corner a bit. Did he not get hurt, though? He left the injury? I think he's playing or I'm an idiot. I'm just... No, I, I, I think he's probably playing. I think yeah. He got banged up for sure, though. Travis Etienne, nice running back there. Those are my picks. I've been 2-1 and one every week. I'm stuff to 1-0-0-3. So well let's done. see if we can keep the streak alive. 
Well done. Thank you. Uh, Let's see how they screwed up your picks, Dean. Well, no. You know what? They had the verses correct on the on the red there. They had the opponents yeah, of yeah, my yeah. picks correct. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was the other team. Do you want me just to... I'll just do them from uh, the email that I sent. Uh, I'll start. It was Houston taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Holy 17 and a half. Here's what it is. I'm... I'm going against what my initial gut is. I just, what's, what's my first gut instinct? Mm-hmm. First was way too many points. Yep. Overreaction to how Dallas has been thumping teams. Way too. Nope. Take it. You're doing opposite George this week. I'm doing opposite George. That's amazing. 17 and a half. Holy I'm giving it away. Cowboys taking on the Houston Texans. I love it. I love it. Keep going. The Giants at home against the Eagles getting seven and a half. The Divis- half point hook on the. Divisional game. More than a touchdown. Yep. Eagles are having a hard time stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Give me the Eagles on the road, minus seven and a half. Opposite George. Cleveland taking on the Bengals. The Browns have beaten the Bengals three straight games. Yes. The Bengals are starting to look Deshaun's like they're Sean's back. Sean's back. Give me the Bengals, yes. minus five and a half. Full opposite George. Full opposite on what I would have done. You're going three and oh. Those are my betway pit bets of the day. So retro sent in his bets obviously always buffalo the uh and i guess yeah we don't have the spreads i'll call those up for you the i got them right in front of me the bills are big favorites i almost went with the bills they're laying 10 and a half there's that hook again 10 and a half divisional game against the jets who beat them earlier this year yeah in new york this is in buffalo cleveland um interesting hmm well, this, why don't you walk us through this? Well, this is an interesting strategy because, again, as you saw in my picks, the Bengals are five-and-a-half-point favorites That's right. against the Browns. Rhett has taken the Browns at Cincinnati and the Bengals versus Cleveland. So the same game, he's picked both teams. <laughs> he's guaranteed to win one this week. I love the strategy. We sent him the, the message. the Bills win, he goes two and one. This Rhett is genius. Need your NFL picks. He responds, Bills, Browns, Bengals. So there it is. He finds a way. You know how he always plays both sides? He's, yeah. he's literally blatantly picked both sides here. He wins no matter what. I also lose no matter what, but yeah. I... So, so are you I, with... I admire it. Because I know we're not seeing... Uh, we're not seeing him. We got you. Right I think he's there. Is your audio... Are you with us, Rhett? Yeah, I'd unplug too after that. Yeah, I, that's he's a little embarrassing. Gone. Never seen anyone do this with their picks. So do you think he knows? Do you think he knew? Because he'll come on and say that he admit. He'll say, "Well, yeah, it was my plan." Do you think he knew that he had two from the same game? Oh God, no! But he'll play it off like he did. Yes, yeah, he will play it off like he did. Oh, I picked them. Oh, I picked them. <laughs> yes, you did. You picked them both. Bet responsibly, would you? If yeah, you could. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> uh, next week. Obviously, uh, we'll be giving Flames tickets away, but it's going to be the conclusion of the Top Shelf Elf Christmas campaign. We when are going to be fifteenth fall. That's a, yeah, we had a couple days. Next week, five days. It. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. firing that dough across to uh, to the people. We got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to get your bids in and check back in, folks. These things are moving and shaking. There's new packages that have been put up since the beginning, and. Th- I think a lot of people kind of lurking in the weeds. Why would I bother bidding now when I'll just wait till near the end? This is my silent auction strategy. If you get in early, all you're doing is make it more expensive for yourself. Lay in the weeds, lay low, and then come attack that Stampeders one right before the deadline. But some big numbers are coming up, which is awesome. That's amazing. The Our buddies over at Launchpad and the Windmill Golf Group, that one's up to 900 bucks now. Are you now serious? To go to Launchpad with you and me in a oh, couple rounds. Oh, that's going to be a blast. 
The uh, the Mercado Hope Street meal and tickets to the Flames New Year's Eve game is up over seven hundred bucks. Flirting with seven fifty. That's going to be a night. The pig out up over six fifty now. Wow, with We're, the pig roaster and the fifty pound pig, that's unbelievable. Top shelf experience. We'll take three winners. Each winner gets a pair of tickets. The top bid is a thou. Right that's going to be a night too. Uh, get wine and dine before the Flames game. Watch ups get uh, dinged up on heroin beers at the dome. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> the the Cody Snyder bull busting experience. It's now north of a thousand bucks where it should be. That's four VIPs hanging with us at the bull busting. Pre- and the good news is, if you don't win this, you can always go buy. Nope, it's sold out. It's completely sold out. This is it. And. I wanted to give some love to the cavalry experience because you can't buy this. This no. is not something that exists. You can go to one of the training sessions. It'll all be set up. You go to the training session at Atco Field. Take it. It's going to be a beautiful day. We're going to pick a beautiful say, day for you. Don't be thinking of minus 20 December here. Think about like July 15, 25 degrees, sun shining. Watch these guys out on the pitch. Smell the grass. The tree is beautiful at Spruce Meadows that time of year. They're on the pitch at Atco Field. They come off, have lunch with the guys. Meet them. Hang out. Chat with Marco Carducci about his new three-year deal. Lunch, meet, and Crete. Awesome. And then the game, maybe the next day. Pick a game. Go to a game. Got some gear. We'll get you a scarf. Gear. It's a one-of-a-kind VIP experience. And thanks to uh, to the to the buddies of ours over at Cavalry for setting this up. Mr. Trafford, Tommy, the whole gang. Just created it out of out of thin air to help out this cause, so we appreciate that for sure. The uh, the website, nationgear.ca, under the Flames Nation tab, you'll mm-hmm. find it, or you can go flamesnation.ca, you'll find it there as well. Easy to find. Get to those two spots. The other one we want to mention is the donations. Want to kind of get this, we've talked a lot about these prizes because they are so great. We are looking for cash donations as well. We have the website set up. You can go in and, and 5, 10, 50, 20, 100, whatever you, can, uh, whatever you can do. The donation is 100% going to Closer to Home and the Adopt-A-Family for Christmas campaign. And you see it there on the screen. For any donation of $10 or more, you'll get a voucher for a free burger courtesy of South Street Burger. It's nice. Those guys. And for a donation of over $25, we have a men's watch and a ladies' watch, courtesy of Jim by Carity. We'll have two winners. One gets the men's, one gets the women's. That's if you're over $25, you're automatically entered into that. But the most important part is that is money that is going to help closer to home get people taken care of. I said, well, I I said I wasn't gonna say anything, but I'm not I can't not say anything. Because there are, there's, you've seen the generosity of people and we talk a lot on this thing because this is our new project and we're, the, the thing about it is we're kind of, I'm, I'm realizing now you get into the fabric of the community, you're talking to business owners and people who are involved with different charities and events and endeavors and all of that sort of thing and you see how generous people are. He, wa- he won't want me, Greg from Bonton came on board and donated the, uh, the pig roast. Yep. Great package. In the box of food that he sent the other day as well, in an envelope, five $100 gift cards. We're going to just randomly pick. If you donate, you're in the, you're you're in the, in the draw. We're going to give away five $100 gift cards to five different people. He also included a check to Closer to Home for $5,000. <laughs> what a guy. I mean, it's he won't want... The, the, the kudos or the credit or, or me bringing it up, but I can't not. It's incredible generosity and it's not peer pressure or anything, but it's just, we're, we're really seeing 
what makes this city, this province with this city great is when there's something that is the right thing to do, people do the right thing. It also speaks to our guys, you know? It does, yeah. It, Greg's in with us. He's a pal of ours. He loves the show. We love him. We love his business. He's not super familiar with Tower until they come on, and it's like, they're doing this. This sounds great. They're your guys. I'm in with them, too. I'm in. Your guys are my guys. Yeah. I'm in. And he's not a social media guy. He's nope. not looking for clicks or nope. anything. He, this isn't for Buzz. He's it's, been a it's, sponsor. That's one of your guys. I'm going to help out. Yeah, and he's been a sponsor here for since day one. And we said, well, what can we talk? Have you got any specials or deals? He's like, no, I don't. Don't. No. I just want to be a part of it. Just want to be a part of what, help you guys out, be a part of what you're doing. And if there's events, I want to be a part of that. So uh, can't say enough. And he does get the privilege of to, like, knocking me over the head with a tomahawk when I'm on a cleanse. That's kind of fun too. Yeah, that is He good. was happy about it that. Was great timing. I love it. I was so happy about it. So Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate Next you. week, we're going to, uh, we're going to get that money to where it needs to go. And it's going to be a big number with how it's going. And I know it's going to get bigger because as we get close to it, closer to home.com, you can find the details. It's their website. They're on social media, adopt a family. Uh, the need is great. And this is going to help get some trees and turkeys and presents under the tree for a lot of families. For families to have a Christmas versus the other option. Yeah. I mean, it hits your rate close to your heart. And I give you a lot of credit, Dean. We easily could have said it's year one. We're too busy for this. You spent a lot of time organizing this talking to the folks at Tower, talking to the folks at Closer to Home, getting sponsors aware of what we're doing. And when they hear everyone's in, there's going to be a significant amount of money and families that are going to have Christmas because of this. And I thank you for it. You've been awesome. Well, and it, it, it's been a lot of work, but I, and it sounds like I'm trying to be, you know, bashful or whatever. Nikki at Tower, if she doesn't set, let us know that, because they that's where it started mm -hmm. with Closer to Home. If she didn't let us know that they, 7,500 bucks or whatever it was, they donated just from in-house last year. And as soon as Greg heard that on the show, he's like, I, I want in. Like, in. It's exactly like you said. If Tower's in, I don't know Tower, but they're your guys. I, I want to be in too. Yeah. And that's how this all kind of came together. So, And interestingly, the flip side is Surge is like, you got to get me up to Bond Tom. Like, oh, this is, the, this is yeah. it. This is, our, this is us, guys. Yeah. This is our crew. It's, uh, it feels good to do the right thing. And I, I feel great about uh, the support that we've had. And that's the other thing too. It, I, I was not, we were not, not told no. Ah, oh, sorry, no, we can't. It was, everything was way more in terms of a donation than what we went in expecting to get. That's that story. We'll have more on it next week. Got to Wednesday. We are going to be moving to the new YouTube channel next week, Monday. So this is our last show on this vertical. Is that what they go on? Sure. Terminology? Anyway. We got to shoot a little video. Say reminder. Yeah, we got our own. Drop uh, a link. Got our own YouTube. So if you take in the show by way of video on YouTube, it's going to be on our own YouTube channel starting on Monday. You can subscribe get there, click the thing and the other thing and subscribe and the bell and the thing. And I'm saying it out loud so that I remember, but also so our guys remember, uh -huh. we need all those links this weekend, hammer them out so everyone can be ready for Monday. There you go. Let's do it. There you go. So that is coming up on Monday. Please take care of yourself today. Hop, Paul, and hop. So you're going right, like right now, just straight. It's yeah. Now 11 minutes. Okay. If you see the nation truck having a sleepover, you know why. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of it. We'll see you. Have a weekend, everybody. Oilers Nation every day coming up next. Rhett would say the Oilers suck. I'll see you, buddies.